This podcast contains explicit language. This is Anita Lee from the Daily Northwestern. I am currently stuck in a four by five room. I don't know where I am. Send help. Anita, you're at UChicago. We're doing a podcast. What? Who are you? Greg. Greg. Teaser from the Maroon. Oh, right. Wait, what's the podcast about? Questions from students from both campuses. We're getting to know each other. Okay, yeah, let's start. Wait, did you connect to the Wi-Fi? What is it? Ed Rome. You mean Edu Rome? No, Ed Rome. Okay, I have a feeling it's going to be a long podcast. Let's get started. The questions were all submitted anonymously through our Instagram. Shout out to you if you did that. These are just student opinions. They just reflect a really small sliver of life at Northwestern or UChicago. And they're definitely not the opinions of the Daily Northwestern or... The Maroon. Should we introduce ourselves for real? Yeah, sure. So I'm Greg. I'm a second year. I work for the Maroon. And I'm happy to be here. I'm Anita. I'm also a sophomore. I work for the Daily Northwestern. Greg, what are you studying? I'm studying computer science and data science. I'm studying journalism. We're basically the same person. Yeah, basically the same. Greg, if you could be any form of a potato, what would you be? I think a baked potato because I'm hard on the outside, but soft when you get to know me. What about you? I would be a gnocchi. I think because I'm bubbly and fun. And also, gnocchi is the most boba-shaped potato form. And that's just awesome. We have a boba machine in the RAG, which is our busiest and probably largest library. Basically the main for all y'all Northwestern kids listening. Second question. Why don't we go to the other person's school? Greg, why didn't you go to Northwestern? I felt like I was a better fit for UChicago, at least from what I've heard. Obviously, when you get here, it's different from what you imagine it as. The mystique wears off. I was drawn to the admissions propaganda, the essay and the learning for the sake of learning and all of that stuff. Why didn't you apply uh, to Chicago? They don't have journalism. I think I relate to you with what you said about the mystique wearing off, though. Like, literally, I remember screaming, crying, throwing up to get into Northwestern. And then literally, like, I remember walking out of, like, econ midterms just being like, why the fuck was I so pressed to get into the school? No, I relate to that so much. Oh my gosh. I still remember when I submitted my application. I was like, if I get in, all right, I am like, I will never ask for anything again in my life. The day I got in, I was just, that was the happiest I've ever been. And then here we are like two years later, like fucking crying after my CS midterm. Northwestern, unlike UChicago, has different schools. Weinberg is our School of Arts and Sciences. We have Medill, our School of Journalism. Woo woo! We have our School of Communications. Then we have McCormick, our School of Engineering. Then we have Sespi, our School of Education and Social Policy. And then we have wow. Beanin, which is our School of Music. So first question that you guys asked is, what is the UChicago stereotype? And Weinberg freshman Jeremy... Chung has an answer. Uh, one time that I was there around some UChicago students, I heard them trying to practice their Spanish, and I was like, damn, those guys are massive, massive nerds. Massive nerds? I'd say that's fairly, fairly accurate. I could totally see that happening like on the quad. I think we take things pretty seriously. Jeremy also has another message for us. I think this is something that he wanted a certain someone to hear. I have a friend at UChicago, and he's not a bad guy at all. Shout out to Jeremy Liu. You made the wrong choice. I know you're a smart guy, but for someone with such a large brain, you made a really dumb decision. Jeremy Liu, I hope you're listening to this. He probably isn't. 
All right, Greg, what about you? First of all, shout out to Leon Gold for helping me out with this. First response is from Vikram, and it's to what do you Chicago students think of Northwesterners? Evanston is actually has like a much better like kind of downtown area. I think like the people are are generally like lacking in intelligence. Uh, but I, I think that despite that like kind of distinct lack of intelligence, they, they made like a much better choice than all of us. And we all kind of got fucked. The nature of delusion is that delusion is like a non-discriminatory quality. Like you can be really, really quite smart and still be delusional. That's so funny. I don't know what kind of downtown Evanston they're referring to. Our downtown is like mid at best. Vikram, that was a great comeback. I think you, we could have been sworn enemies for a point there, but I think you brought it back. Thank you. Greg, you're a CS major, right? Fun fact about Northwestern is that our CS majors actually belong in two schools. So they can choose if they want to do the CS major through Weinberg, our School of Arts and Sciences, or through McCormick, our School of Engineering. Let's unpack, what is the hygiene situation (laughs) of CS majors at UChicago? So at least the stereotype is that they don't shower very often. And I don't know if you guys have side chat, but it's like yik yak. And some of the posts on there are pretty concerning. I haven't showered in like five days. I haven't done my laundry in like a month or something like that. Probably CS, CS major. And fun fact, our like data science slash CS library, which is CREAR, smells pretty bad. But for the record, Greg, do you shower? Yes, I do shower. Let's see what Northwestern students said. This answer is coming from Zariah Gray. She is a second year in Weinberg. She is a CS major. Do your CS majors shower? It depends. Weinberg CS majors do shower. McCormick CS majors don't. The frequency in which I run into CS McCormick students outside of a class is like little to none. They're like an endangered animal. I just don't, I don't know where they are. She just described us all. Greg, what's your relationship with your mental health? It feels like there's no respite sometimes. I'm personally like a pretty big fan of the quarter system. I, I just like having, you know, the opportunity to take all these classes and I, I end up taking more than those on the semester is my understanding. That said, there are obvious trade-offs. I think with a quarter as short as ours, you sort of necessarily have to sacrifice depth, which I don't like. How is it like at uh, Northwestern? I think we have pretty different experiences just in the sense that I'm studying journalism, you're studying CS. So I feel like with journalism, it feels a lot more like our classes are pretty chill. Like we only take one journalism class a quarter and all the other ones are like um, other requirements or other areas of study. But I think there's a lot of extracurricular stuff. Definitely always the constant pressure of having stuff. And even when you're feeling free, you feel like you should be doing something. Right, yeah. Our question for you guys was, how does it feel to not have a social life? First of all, shout out to Charlie Ortega Martinez. Awesome guy who helped me out with this. And yes, I did outsource these recordings because I... Going through it last week. Okay, so first one is from Alex. My name is Alex. I'm a second year at UChicago. How does it feel to not have a social life? Actually, I would say that I do have a social life. It honestly, like, compared to high school, my social life is a lot bigger here, which may sound sad, but <laughs> it's true. I guess the only thing I would say is that, like, the demands of UChicago definitely hamper the amount of time or, like, the feasibility of having a well-developed social life so 
I think it takes a lot more effort to have one. First of all, Alex, no, that's a sleigh. Like, I'm so proud of you that you were able to find, like, your community here and, like, grow and, like, sprout into the awesome butterfly that you are. I support that. Second of all, that's super valid. I don't know if you felt this, Greg. Like, in college, you have to make much more of, like, a actual effort to, like, connect with people. You do have to make more of an effort. Especially, like, I grew up in the same sort of community K through 12 so you had all of these cliques form and then in, in college it's like there's just so many people and it's kind of overwhelming but I, I think for me what's been helpful is finding people in RSOs which you probably don't know that clubs or recognized student organizations so this is a response to the question why do you look so sad and it's from Melody Diaz she's a second year why do you look so sad well, there's quite a few reasons. The first being that I have a six-page paper that was due two days ago that I haven't started. That's worth 20% of my grade. Uh, and I have another paper due that's three pages that's due in two days from now, maybe three. All of the classes are difficult and summer is expensive. And the one job that I got just asked me to fill out 10 new forms in order to get the minimum wage payment that I need. So that and the combination of finals week coming up is a, a lovely little, yeah, it's a little sad. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Bam, that sucks. Well, I literally just turned in a discussion post late last night. I was sipping boba, giving not a care in the world, typing up my thing like hours past it was due. One of y'all asked, are you actually happier than you Chicago students? And we have two responses here. The first one is from Kate Wojcikowski. Kate Wojcikowski is a McCormick freshman. I think I'm pretty happy. I was honestly thinking about it so far this quarter. I haven't even cried yet. So that's pretty good. Last quarter, maybe that wasn't the situation. But I would say I'm pretty happy. And even though school is stressful, like I said, there's a good balance. So, you know, it all works out. And then we have a response from Zariah Gray who we heard from earlier. Is anyone really happy? Like, we're all just lying to ourselves. What are you talking about? What is happiness? It's getting sleep. And I don't get that that much. Wise words. I resonate with that. We're going to talk about some, like, more social issues now, like social justice issues. So one of you guys asked us, how is fossil fuel divestment campaign at Northwestern going? What are we doing in terms of trying to shift our university's investments away from, like, fossil fuel companies? And I have a response from Anusha Kumar, who is a freshman in SESPI. That's our School of Education and Social Policy. We have a student organization, Fossil Free, which is focusing on social justice work, both surrounding the environment in general and also specifically towards fossil fuel divestment. Fossil Free NU is a horizontally organized organization, so they don't have a traditional like hierarchical leadership structure, but Anusha has been involved in a couple of projects. As of the end of last school year, so like the 2021 to 2022 school year, Fossil Free was able to meet with the investment office and Northwestern announced in June 2022 that it will focus on investing in companies that produce less greenhouse gas in the future and try to divest from companies that are pursuing poor greenhouse gas emission practices. That has not 
happened yet because they are still working towards that. The commitment has been made, but there really has been no steps after that uh, taken to ensure that that commitment is happening and like the divestment is happening in a very sustainable way. So part of Fossil Free's goals right now is to make sure that they are following through with their promise. What fruit do you guys get? Blueberries are somewhat of a, a luxury, but we have them occasionally. And then we have pineapples, cantaloupe, honeydew. That's pretty much... Oh, and blackberries and raspberries sometimes. You guys don't get grapes? Ooh, they're rare. Why? Grapes are rare? That's crazy. No, when there's like any kind of berry, raspberries, strawberries, blueberries at any dining hall, it's a bloodbath. Final question. Someone asked, do you Chicago students go to the libraries to pick up guys or girls? Okay, so Melody also responded to this one. Uh, let's hear what she has to say. I can definitely say that people have attempted to pick me up at a library. Um, this has happened at every single library. And depending on which one you're at, the pickup lines will get either worse or horribly worse. I'd say that probably the Regenstein is where that mostly occurs, especially on the A-level. And you'll get asked questions about the stacks. It's a very common joke that people fuck in the stacks. Melody, you're a baddie. I don't think we are having sex in our libraries. I've never personally seen it. I'm not surprised to hear that just because of how central libraries are to social life on campus. Yeah, I mean, people go there all the time. People sleep in the library. The reg is just where everything happens. Everything. That's, that is just the heart of campus. People take libraries seriously here. And we have at least five. And they, they all have their distinct cultures. So Mansueto's the big one, the divergent one, the dome. That one's pretty intense. It's there's like no noise at all. What would happen if I walked in Mansueto and just started like blasting music? People would stare at you. Wait, there was this thing that happened a few weeks ago. Somebody didn't realize that their headphones were unplugged and they started playing hentai. And <gasps> <laughs> I wish I were making this up. It was all over side chat. It was wild. That's crazy. Well, what what do you think of U Chicago's campus? I think I can't value the same because right now, like the newness, the novelty of U Chicago is still with me. Whereas I see Northwestern as like the place where I've shed blood, sweat, and tears. So I think the the baggage is different. I think okay, guys, for those of you who don't know, U Chicago's campus is basically like if Deering Library had like seventy babies. Like it's everything's like dark academia, vines, wooden doors. Is this a medieval prison or is this like? A library, I don't know. It's pretty, I'll give them that. They have their own version of Weber Arch called Whole Gate, and I kind of shit on it before. I was like, okay, they're just trying to BS, but it's kind of pretty. But I think it's just a shame that you Chicago kids are too depressed to like appreciate the beauty of their campus. I've never been to Northwestern. I've seen pictures of it on like Google Maps and things like that. My sense is that it it's very decentralized, right? Yeah, we don't have a quad. Do so you wish you did. Not really. I guess, like, I can't think of any, like, quad activities that I would have done. It's, like, it's snowing half the year. It's windy the other half. So I'm like, why would I, what would I use a quad for? I mean, for us, it's just chilling, hanging out, people playing music, people just sunbathe. I guess that's, like, we can use our lake for that when the weather gets nice. That's People, like, hang hammocks on the trees and, like, chill and stuff like that. Do you have an actual beach? We have two. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap this up now. 
Greg, it's been a good time. What's one thing you like about Northwestern? There's a lot to like. I think it seems like you guys have more balance than us, and I admire that, especially because I think you're working... You somehow manage to work just as hard as us. At least that's what it seems like. I don't, you guys have like a, a football stadium, that whole deal. Oh my gosh, they're like, wow. And, and that's impressive. Thank you, Greg. If I choose one thing I liked about Chicago, probably the fact that you guys have fucking ice cream and milkshakes for $1 on Wednesdays. That's pretty lit. I think that would definitely encourage me to come hang, hang out here more often. Well, for whoever who's still listening at this point, Thank you. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Anita Lee. This episode was reported by me and Gregory Caesar from the Chicago Maroon. This episode was produced by me. Thanks to Leon Gold and Charlie Ortega Martinez for contributing reporting and the staff of the Maroon for their support. The audio editor of the Daily Northwestern is Mika Ellison. The digital managing editors are Ava Mandoli and Erica Schmidt, and the editor-in-chief is Alex Perry. Make sure to subscribe to the Daily Northwestern's podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to hear more.